0: Hello, and welcome to the Leaders Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on another gloomy day in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today we're joined by Neil Walker of Penta Pattern and Model, who will be joining our conversation on leadership. We always ensure that we have two distinct perspectives on leadership. And so today we'll also be joined later in the program by Sir Jeff Hurst. However, first and foremost, we're joined by Neil Walker, Managing Director of Penter Pattern and Model. Neil, hello. Hello, Matthew. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Uh, we might as well dive straight in. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: Um, someone who can, who can, help people achieve their, their, the best they can and, and create a happy environment and atmosphere to work with it.
0: Now, how do you go about creating, creating that happy environment to work in?
1: Um, I think one of, our, one of our main cultures that we have is to create a non-blame culture. Um so we're not trying to if something does go wrong, we're not trying to pick on an individual, we're trying to work out the best way um around finding a solution to it and it doesn't happen mm-hmm. again as a team rather than rather than as an individual. Um and the other the other thing with it is um I always try and make sure that I'm available for people. So if they want to speak to me on any sort of level, be it to do with the business, jobs, to do with private life, anything like that, I try and make myself available, um, and also to sort of to join in with with extra with extra activities like uh, five-a-side football, a uh, game of snooker, a game of table tennis, anything like that. Try try and make yourself available to to your staff to, to give them chance to to know you on a different level other than it being a business level all the time.
0: So you would say it's important to create a community like atmosphere within a company?
1: Yes. I I definitely think so. Yeah. Well, we should should almost be a family rather than a, rather than sort of Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, uh, not, if you get what I mean.
0: I do. Um, Well, we've touched on it there, but how would you describe your personal leadership model?
1: Um, my personal leadership model would mm-hmm. be um, I suppose it would be that i i try and you i try and get the best out of people and let them let them progress and show their talents and nurture their talents rather than trying to rather than trying to force them into a way of Doing something they don't want to do it. Let let them show me a way that they think might be a better way of doing it, Excellent. rather than me trying to always show them a way of doing it.
0: Now let's take this back for a second. Tell me about a leader that you've personally worked with or for uh, that has uh, molded the way that you uh, you uh, behave as a leader today.
1: So one of the one of the people who I've took quite a lot of inspiration from was. Um, the old managing director of Pent, Pattern, and Model Limited, which was Kevin Jones, uh, unfortunately, he got pancreatic cancer and he passed away when he was fifty um, mm-hmm. but when I was younger was he was my managing director and i I took a lot of inspiration from him in the way he he worked with people he was he was unlike any other boss I'd ever had um, in the way that he was very open to everybody he was always looking for the good in people and what they could what they could bring to the party. One of the things he always said was if you ever point the finger at somebody, there is always three fingers pointing back at you mm. so always before you before you go out and accuse somebody or blame somebody or go anything like that, always think that there's people saying similar things about you. And, it, and going down that route has made me realise, and and sort of take the opinion of that that everybody everybody is trying to do their best. Nobody is purposefully not trying to help. Everybody everybody that that is here is is always trying to do their best. And sometimes they will fall down, and it's a matter of picking them up rather than treading on them while they down.
0: Well, that's an excellent legacy to leave behind. Um, why don't we move on to a, a much broader scope question. Uh, if you had to choose objectively the greatest leader, living or dead, who would that be?
1: Crikey. Um, I would probably say Winston Churchill. mm.
0: And uh, what is uh, Churchill's model? How how has that impacted the way that you uh, you think about leadership?
1: Um, I think I think uh, the biggest thing for me is that he, although he did plan things, there was a lot of things that had to be done off the cuff. And mm. I think um, in business today, especially in the business I'm in. There's a lot of things that have to be done off the cuff. Um, you have to think on your feet. You have to think outside the box. You have to be ready for any eventuality. And a lot of the time, you have no idea what's going to face you in 10 minutes' time. So you have to be prepared to deal with whatever that may be. And that all, that can't always be planned. It has to be sometimes dealt with there and then. And, and it's about coming up with, with ways and means of dealing with that, and I think um, Winston Churchill probably had the same sort of things to deal with constantly.
0: So, being able to adapt is incredibly important uh, in terms of leadership, as you'd say.
1: I think so. Yes, I think so. I think, I think it's it's a matter of um, adapting and de- and dealing with the things at the time that, that come and face you. We we can all sit and plan and. Um, have big, long, sort of drawn-out plans for the future and all that lot. But you only need one one spoke in the in the wheel to fall off, and everything can change immediately. Um, and it's a matter of keeping keeping everything going.
0: Now, if you could speak to yourself a decade ago, what leadership qualities would you tell yourself to embrace, and which ones would you tell yourself to let go of?
1: Um. That's a good question. I think I would I would tell myself to be more open um more open to other people's ideas. Um and let people let people take the reins a little bit more and take ownership for their roles rather than rather than always trying to um, rather than always trying to steer people the way you think they should go. Let them, Let them take the reins and see how it goes before you before you intervene.
0: So really having patience is what you're saying here. Yes,.
1: yes. Yep.
0: Now, what's your advice for the uh, next generation of emerging leaders?
1: Um, i think I think my advice for the next generation is probably something that, that we've done here is make sure that you, that you look after your staff. Your staff are your biggest asset um and without them, your business is nothing so your your staff is number one so um treat them treat them with the respect they deserve and mm. um include them in things so um don't 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 be cloak and dagger with anything. try and include them and make sure they make sure they understand um how the business is how the business is going, how it's doing, how it's run. Um, Let them be part of it rather than being an employee. Make Make them part of the company.
0: Well, that's an excellent note for us to finish on. Neil, it's been an absolute pleasure discussing leadership with you. I very much look forward to working with you again in the future. Thank you.
1: Brilliant. Thank you very much for your time, Matthew. Most appreciate it.
0: That was Neil Walker, Managing Director of Penta Pattern and Model. And now joining us is Jonathan White with Sir Jeff Hurst. Uh,
3: We're now joined, uh, though, by former England footballer and still the only man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final, Sir Jeff Hurst. Uh, Thank you very much for coming on today.
2: uh, You're welcome. You're welcome. Good afternoon. Uh,
3: And perhaps I should uh, start and get it over and done with. I know you must be bored with it, and uh, you've probably been asked a thousand times,
2: Simply a, a fantastic uh, coach or teacher, if you like, of football. And uh, the quite always mentioned when we talk about Ron Greenwood, Harry Redknapp, who um, was played under mm. him and has been very successful as a player and, and the manager over many, many, many years. He and he's come across many coaches, of course, and managers during his time over years. I guess he would still say that Ron Greenwood is the best coach he had worked with. He'd worked with. So you, you're very. I think you, you, you think you're lucky when you come across if you have a great teacher at school and uh, a great coach, as we had in Ron Greenwood, and, of course, uh, a great manager in South Ramsey. So to come across people like that of that calibre can have a huge influence on your your career, of course, and, and then your life. And that's that's quite purely the case.
3: And in those early days um, at West Ham uh, with with a manager like like uh, Ron uh, there it's also important to have uh uh confidence with your other players and of course they become your friends who did you look at to at the time uh when to inspire confidence in yourself was it more, was it Peters I think
2: probably well I was very fortunate to play with the telav of the players I did again mm-hmm. again extremely fortunate to play with the you know, the captain That's griping or moaning about the system, and if you've got people like that in the organisation, one thing I have learnt and I've taken on in my life and my family—you've got somebody in a group that doesn't want to be part of it—you you get them out. And Alf, I think, was was quite ruthless of that in his staff, and I think that's one thing—one of the most serious ones. I think I've learnt over a long period of time.
3: And is there? Do you think? Uh
2: i am sure perhaps uh, there are there are people who pay you compliments of of fans uh, of, of west ham and of uh, stoke and of course in uh England fans who um, I, I think probably uh, it would be very immodest of me to to suggest that i i felt that somebody was looking to me for inspiration um mm-hmm.